Welcome back to the Ground Zero podcast. Before we kick off this podcast, big shout out to Kent CBD. Kent CBD is Ground Zero's first real proper sponsor. And it's good shit. I use it before each and every episode. I also take it before I go to sleep. Because CBD is scientifically proven to help with your mental health in regards to depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping disorders, drinking disorders. The list goes on and on. It also helps with the aches and pains in your muscles, joints and ligaments, which I use the muscle rub for my shitty ankles and my sore knees. So make sure you give them a, a check out at www.kentcbd.org and put in the promo code Granite Zero, all one word, at checkout for 10% off. You are welcome. Now joining me today is a fellow... RAF Regiment Gunner, veteran of Afghanistan. He also got injured in Afghanistan, but he didn't let his injuries stop him following his dreams, his goals. And he ended up doing ultra marathons, triathlons, and probably the biggest feat that he did. This motherfucker climbed Mount Everest. So, without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Jake Gardner. Check it out. Jakey Gardner, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. Oh, mate. Legend. Not quite. Absolute sausage. How you doing? You good? I'm good, mate. Keeping very, very busy. Yourself? Yeah. I try and say I'm busy. I'm not really. I don't really do much. It's probably, probably it's good. how I roll, mate. how I roll. So what, what crazy shit are you doing at the minute? You said you're training. What are you training for now? Um, I haven't got too much on at the moment. Um... I've got a hundred mile cycle tomorrow. So I've got to get my shit together for that. And then a five day ultra marathon in June. So like the beginning of June, about 160 miles in Slovenia. Why would you, why? <laughs> You're busy, man, honestly. It's like, um, it's, it's good to, uh, to have something to train towards. Yeah, uh, I agree there. That's a, that's a big, that's a big thing. I, I find that I lose all motivation if I haven't got a goal to get to mm-hmm. yeah i'm exactly the same i put quite a lot of weight on last year when i when i got back um because i had nothing to focus on i put like 10 kilos on yeah i i ate kilos. i ate mm. myself i think you did I, what i ate myself so i was i, I wasn't a, say, say again. You, you ate yourself or you hate yourself no i ate myself as in a-T-E, ate him. Oh, right. 
But yeah, I hate him as well. <laughs> I'm my own biggest critic. But yeah. yeah, so I was never a... I'm short, obviously, as you know, but I was never a small guy. But mm. I got bigger than I should be, really, at my... It's, it's so easy. Fucking yeah, easily done, though, mate. With the so, easy. so easy. Like, um, it's. I think it's even worse. If you've been training or you're, you're kind of ex-military, you're used to burning those calories like you know four or five thousand calories a day and um the second you stop you're used to eating the same amount of food and just it's just it just piles on and on and on and on and before you know it you've put five ten kilos on yeah it's it's definitely easier to put it on than it is to burn it back off again definitely Mm. but it's when you get stuck in the cycle and you're like especially like the likes of us that have done it in the military we know how to train usually we need someone to tell us to go and train but we know how to do it and it's the fact that you just get lazy especially mm-hmm. like, well, life, life gets in the way yeah when, when you when you when you're serving you you're scheduled mm. like you'll have fizz monday yeah. you'll do yeah. a fucking three miler or whatever Wednesday sports. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're hanging out your ass. Oh no, you. It doesn't matter if you went out the night before. That's it. We've got to do it. You know. But though, seriously, fucking hundred mile bike ride tomorrow, and then in June you're doing what a hundred and. Well, so over over five days, it's about 150, 160 miles. Um, yeah. But it's it's a, it's a race, but I won't be I won't be racing. I'll just be pot, pot, potting along. Potting along, yeah. Is it pretty much? It's still, I, that's still, that's still mental. It is. It is when you think about it. But the thing is, what when you're training and you you're kind of you're just building up a bit and a bit and a bit. Um, it's not actually that bad. So how how do you start off then? How how like obviously you've gone. I fancy doing that. Yeah. So, what level do you like start at with your runs? Do you start like a mile oh, well, <laughs> and build up, or is it? Well, well, if you're starting from nothing, if you're starting from like literally nothing, um, you you're best off getting like a training program, and yeah. then it'll gradually. So instead of aiming for um, aim for like five ten miles, you're going to aim towards doing an hour, but your heart rate. It has to stay within like you know 115 to 135 beats per minute. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah. So that that's the best kind of training program because you're not pushing yourself too hard, and then you can carry that on and gradually build up over time. Yeah, I tell, I, I do get that because <laughs> the reason why I bring it up is is obviously you know Chrissy Dunn. Mm. He did he did the London Marathon with pretty much zero training, and mm. I'm still like. In awe of it. I'm not going to tell him I'm in awe of it because I'm like, fuck you. Frick. <laughs> That's but, pretty impressive. But it literally, I, I would text him and go, how much training you done today? He'd be like, I haven't done anything yet, mate. I'll just, mm. I'll just cuff it on the day. I mean, it's a marathon. He was like, yeah, but we used to just cuff runs when we were serving. I went, that was different. That wasn't 26 yeah. miles. You fucking mad, Ed. He was like, oh, I'll do it on the day. He pretty much did it on the day. I don't know what his time was. Yeah. I think it was no, over four hours, I think, but still. Like, like with no training, anything under five hours. I, I think it was about four hours. I don't know. I might just pluck that out of fucking wherever. But, but uh, you know, you know, you know what? Um, like 
I'd say mo- the biggest battle is um, up here. Because mm. you, you can get through quite a lot. Well, you already know this, but you can get through um, some huge physical kind of barriers, not by just sheer fitness, but it's, it's mind over mind, mind over, over matter, mind. as they say. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's one of the most powerful tools you can have. And I think that's why Chris managed to do it was because he was he had it in his head that he wasn't going to give up. Yeah. He said he's done it. He's done things like that before. Mm. That's <laughs> the thing. Loads, he's carried loads <laughs> of weight over over on tour, so carrying yeah. nothing and walking or jogging, he said he would be all right. And fucking fair yeah. play to him. Like. Fair play to him. That's pretty impressive. But, um, but yeah, if you know you can do it, that's it. You, you'll get you'll get it done one way or another. Even if you've got to walk, even if you've got to walk half of it, you'll get it done. Yeah, I think if I did it, I wouldn't give up though. Mm. I'm I'm full of injuries as it is as my back's fucked my fucking ankles are fucked my knees are fucked yeah. but oh, I won't start I did one of those fucking um, Spartan races with not a great deal worth of training but still not a fucking hundred and god fucking <laughs> who knows how many it's, miles yeah well, it's gonna it's, it won't be fast miles it would, it would just be like what the, like the vertical gain each day is about 2,500 meters. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just be walking up the hills. Really I'm not, I'm not a good runner. <laughs> Every- <laughs> I'm not a good runner. I'm just going to run all the miles. I'm going to, how many miles are you doing? All of them. All of them. 100%. You, you, you've done it. You've done it in the desert as well, haven't you? With the poles. Yeah. That was, that was a bit crazy that one because I hadn't done a marathon or anything like that before. And I was like, well, um, it's a long story, but it was like my second goal. Um, I set out to do kind of either the marathon de Saab or something that's kind of similar to it. So like a desert run. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and um, yeah, I, I just said, well, I'm going to do it. I hadn't run a marathon before and um, I trained. Don't get me wrong, I did train, but I hadn't crossed the, the, the barrier, the marathon barrier. Um yeah. But the main thing with that one is the heat. I don't. Oh yeah, you gotta be careful. You're fucking ginger, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was slapping on the, <laughs> I was slapping on the fifty. I was slapping on the fifty, but I didn't get sunburned. I didn't believe it or not. I didn't get sunburned once. Um, but this will put it in perspective. On the longest day, which was the Wednesday, I did about seventy-five k, and I was, I was, I was fucked because I, I set up too quick on the day before. And the day before that, because you, you go and you, you're fine, and then you, and then you um you realise it's five days of running. But the longest day, I, I was out for 15 hours in the sun, and it was um it it, it went over 40 degrees at one point, Ooh. and it's it's a different kind of heat than what we get in the UK. The sun's bouncing off the sand, and not only are you getting it on top, but you're getting it from underneath as well. Oh, I drink. I drank 15 litres of water that day. 15? Yeah. And I, I Hydrate for, or die, troops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went for piss twice. Jeez. Just yeah. leaking out, though. Yeah, just sweating. Just all the, all the sweat. Bathed in yeah. it afterwards. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see the sweat. It was just like... Just evaporated straight away. Mm. Fuck yeah. me, that's mental. That is mental. Mm. Like... 
That is mental. Is is mental? You're it's a little bit of... mental. I think. I think you need to get checked out, mate. <laughs> nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate. Uh, I'm, I'm all right. I just run ultra marathons in the desert and climb the world's biggest mountain. It's fine. That's what I do. Well, you only live once, don't you? To be fair, mate, it's fucking brilliant. Like, hats off to you completely. Like that. When when we spoke on um. And you said that you were doing it. I was like, "Fuck it, that's that's brilliant." Mm. Like, mm. seriously, like. Well, the, the, the thing what you get is um, a lot of people will be like, "Wow," you know. Mm. But um, I don't think anyone, even anyone, really believes that you know you're really going to get it done. Uh, yeah, there's, there's so, some people do. Don't get me wrong, but but a lot of people are like, "Wow, we'll see." Kind of thing, yeah, which is yeah. Fair. Which is fair okay, enough. mate. You're gonna climb, <laughs> okay, mate. Yeah, all right, all right. We'll see, we'll see. But, um, because you have to, you have to get fun. Do you have to get funded or do you fund it yourself? It's expensive, isn't it? Um, yeah, so what I did, you're gonna call me crazy again, but what I did was, um, I wanted to prove that like anyone could do it, yeah, right? Just normal guy, um, or girl, um, who like I, my. My, yeah, well, carefully your pronouns, mate. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. Um, uh, yeah, someone on a normal salary because I I don't earn that much money. Um, could do it. So I I did in the space of two years. I did two thousand uh, two thousand four hundred hours of overtime. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So I was doing. Do, do they go? Who's doing overtime? Yeah, I'll do. It. Yeah. Exactly. How many hours do you want? All of them. Yeah, all of them. Non-stop. Of them. Yeah, so, so doing a normal 40-hour week, and then I'd do 10-hour days. So I'd fit my 40-hour week into four days, and then two days of overtime, as well as emergency call-out in the evenings. Fair play. Um, so I didn't get any funding, but I, um, yeah, I just, I just smashed the work relentlessly, because I was... Uh, yeah, I just I must have um, put a bit of pressure on the old home life. Oh, of course it did. Yeah, yeah. of course it did. Un- it was, understand, it all, understanding all... chick, though. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that's your dream to climb mm-hmm. that mountain. I'll yeah. stand by you. Especially, especially, when I'm, especially when I'm getting called out like 10, 11 p.m. at night and getting yeah. back at 3 a.m. in the morning and then getting up at half six to go to work. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell. She, she's quite... hanging out as well. And you, obviously you have to fit in training around that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and with the training, because it was um, it was like COVID and all that kind of stuff, there was no gyms open and I couldn't get to the hills. Um, so I bought a treadmill. I drove all the way down to Weymouth, which is a probably like a couple of hour drive. Hmm. Picked up a treadmill with a max incline, threw it in the conservatory, and then I was on that three or four hours a day. Um, about six days a week. Yeah. Right, six that that, that <laughs> is in itself, yeah, crazy. Obviously, because treadmills are boring. They're super boring. So what do you do? <laughs> what, what do you do? Podcast, movies, audio yeah, books, just, just whatever. Like you all know, of it. Just, I'll throw something on, and then um, some music or whatever. Yeah, play. Yeah, just just listen to, or listen to the demons in your head. All that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of that happened, yeah. yeah. Uh, but got, I had a buddy of mine that did a an Everest challenge during lockdown. 
mm-hmm. and he basically walked up and down his stairs <laughs> to simulate oh. going up Everest. I can't remember how many steps, how many times he had to do it, but it was basically like a 24-hour fucking jobby. He was fucked at the end of it. He was like mm-hmm. proper fucked. I was like, you're yeah, an you idiot. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you're an idiot. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Wear your carpet out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Especially with like 24 hours, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down. How long did it actually take you when you were in Nepal? Um, I was out there for two months. Um, so you, you've got to gradually acclimatise. So I was going up um, and you gradually get up and then you go down a bit and then you go up. So I was out there for two months and Everest itself, so from base camp, when we went for our summer push, I think it was about six or seven days. Fair play. Yeah. And the only reason it took that long was because um, we were stuck at camp too for like... I think it was four or five nights yeah because the weather was a bit crap well yeah because that's a, it like does what it wants doesn't it mm-hmm. it's like wales <laughs> yeah. <laughs> much. Yeah. yeah yeah um and the thing is you know you get caught i've been caught out um in the uk with weather you know ben nevis or snowden it can be pretty brutal especially in the winter you know you've got 60 mile an hour winds and you're getting you're getting thrown over and that's only a thousand meters, yeah. like at eight thousand eight hundred meters. If the weather comes in, that's it. You're you're dead. There's nothing you can do about it. How did, how did you like get your head around that then? Was it one of those? I've done semi scary things within the regiment, mm-hmm. like going out, possibly not coming back, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, getting injured. Yeah, you have it in your head. Well, I've done some scary things. This is just another scary thing on the list. Or you've just not got that fear factor? Um, I've got a fear factor. Um, I think it was the confidence came from how much I trained and what I'd done before to like kind of prepare for it. So I'd experienced like kind of out, you know, altitude before. And I'm, I'd say I'm I'm quite good at at climbing hills. (laughs) Yeah, that one. (laughs) You know, I'm not, not good at many things, but climbing hills, I'm pretty good at that and altitude so um i was confident but i was very uh what's, what's the word called um precautious yeah we'll go with that i make i make words up on here all the time so it's fine i know what you're yeah. saying yeah, yeah i i i was very precautious i think it's precautious but um so i was taking it easy yeah um and i wasn't pushing myself too hard and the the, uh, the plan was to climb like the summit Everest without oxygen. That was the that was the plan. Yeah, um, and that's what I trained for. But I got to I got to eight thousand meters without oxygen, and um, that was okay. Like from from usually people you like climbers use oxygen from either camp two or camp three, which is like six or seven thousand meters. Yeah, fair so you've gone a fair distance without oxygen. Yeah, yeah, a fair distance, and um. And I, I felt strong, but because we stayed at um, eight, like there's a camp at eight thousand meters. Because we stayed there for more than twenty four hours, I was like, well, I don't want to jeopardize the summer attempt, and I also want to be able to wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> that's what most people want to do. Because right? yeah. <laughs> a lot, of, so quite a few people have died um, where they've they've uh, 
where they've been at 8,000 meters. And um, yeah, of course, they, obviously. Yeah, because because what you do, the lack you of like, oxygen makes you fucking knackered anyway, doesn't it? And then you're yeah, yeah. drifting, and then uh-huh. yeah, who knows That's what it, could happen. Yeah. So I, I was I was super precautious with that. Um, so I, then I use oxygen from eight thousand up and um, back down to uh, camp three, I think. Um, but in hindsight, I think I, I I'm probably going to go back and try again without oxygen. Do it. What's the, what's the worst thing? Can I? I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, so someone would be using me as a marker, like a marker yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, because obviously the body. fucking bullet they don't they can't bring them down, can you? Obviously it's you hard, can if 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 you if you died next to you, you could probably bring it down. But you, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's like um, yeah, because because they're not hard, yeah. they're not frozen. Um, it's it's so difficult because it's hard enough to get yourself up and back down. Could you use it? As like a snowboard, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think my families would be too happy about that either. But um, yeah. But the thing is, it's like because it, it, like the bodies that are up there, they're rock hard because they're frozen. So do you just it's, see them? Like you're like, climbing up, and then they're oh, there's Dave. Yeah, yeah. I thought, on on um, summer day, I, I think I saw about five bodies on summer day. Mad. Yeah. Like a massive graveyard, mm. and obviously the rubbish them. as well. There's loads of rubbish, isn't there? Well, there isn't that much rubbish actually. There um, isn't. No. Oh, you see, yeah. you get you get one side of things, don't you? So you get like yeah, the news. Well, everything gets zoomed into like the queues, um, which can be bad because there's like uh, most of it's only one fixed line. Um, yeah. But the rubbish, uh, most I say most of the rubbish. I think it was bad at one point, but most of the rubbish has been taken down. There's still a bit of rubbish at Camp 4, which is 8,000 metres. But they, the um, Nepal have, have run, I can't remember the, the charity, I think it was a charity or government-led scheme that actually pay the Sherpa for the amount of waste they bring down. Oh, I got you. So, so when we were there, they were, they were bringing quite a bit down. Um, Fair enough, yeah. like. Yeah, definitely, yeah. There's obviously a lot of human waste and from doing well, do, bur- from doing burn pits in fucking Afghan, I, that's not a nice job. No. There's, no <laughs> there's, there's no burn pits, but um, they just dig holes. Dig holes, and they, yeah, yeah, and um, the uh, it's all moving anyway. Like um, the glacier is moving anyway, so it's all moving down. Um, so it kind of just gets like nature's own toilet flushing system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fair play though, but so apart from the rubbish and the dead bodies, it must be really fucking picturesque. Oh, it's incredible! Like just looking at that one photo of you, like going up there, I was like, oh, like I've got FOMO on that. I'm like, I'd love to do that. Yeah, it's, it's um, it's one of the best experiences that I've ever had in my life. Like, it's 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 breathtaking, um, especially when it's blue skies and everything's. It is honestly, it's just incredible. Uh, it's just, yeah. It must be hard to like put into words without actually exactly, doing yeah. it. Mm. Like, it's kind of godly. Uh, like when when you've got, when you like got to the top, and you're looking out, that you must have been what a unbelievable self accomplishment that is. Like yeah. you made it. Do you have a little flag? It's, like, it's definitely life affirming. Did you have a little flag? I well, I didn't have a flag. It was actually pretty windy when we went up. Um, I borrowed mine. 
really, really <laughs> I did. I did have a flag, but I couldn't get it out. Like on a summer day, everyone's summer day is a bit different, but on our um on ours, because we chose to go up not with the crowds, I don't want to be any part of um queues or anything like that. Yeah. The, yeah. Day, the day before, uh, I think 100 and 110 or 120 people summited um, on that day. And on the day that we went up, I think about 20. Wow, that's a, that's a big difference. Yeah, huge difference. That's crazy numbers in itself. Because it, when you, as like a layman, and you're looking at it, you're like, well, not many people could be going up there. And then you say mm. things like, well, there's queues. Like mm. you're at fucking Alton Towers or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to be part of any of that. Yeah. Uh, Nobody's got time for queuing, mate. Yeah. Fast oh, no, pass, no, no. fast track, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hate you. Um, <laughs> but, the, but the reason for that was because of the weather windows. We we had one of the worst um, seasons for weather. We had two was it uh, two typhoons? I think they're called typhoons. Like where where there was only like a few days of you know summer windows. Yeah, and that's why that's why everyone went up there. We we chose a day that. Like they had great weather the day before. We chose a slightly, slightly worse weather weather day. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Just, 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 do you know what I want to do? What I want to go up there in the worst weather. <laughs> not the worst. Not There's the my worst. fucking But you trump you. I can trump you, Mims. That guy's a. That guy's a, just a. Yeah. That guy is something else. Vegan. He's I watched the documentary. Out. I was like, "This is this is a ridiculous." It's crazy. It's crazy, and he's he's definitely got the um, altitude uh, genetics. Oh, of course um, he has. Yeah, is it? I'm trying to like trying to explain. I think it's probably you know uh, women's tennis. You know Serena Williams and yeah, and Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like them competing against the rest of the field. If the you rest know what of the mean. women. Yeah. It's funny though. Uh, this is actually going back onto pronouns and shit. Have you heard um what Venus and Serena said if they went to the men's tennis? No. So they would get they she said we'd get destroyed. They're they're built different. Okay. Jen, Jen story <laughs> that. Yeah. So well, it's well, testosterone. There you go. Winner. <laughs> we win. Stop competing <laughs> with us. Now we yeah. could definitely go on a tangent on that. <laughs> we could go down a big we, rabbit hole. <laughs> we do that too often on this. Yeah. No, but he he is built different, and he is. the Nepalese, the Gurkhas, they are they're yeah. they're an incredible race of people. I must admit, I've got a, I've got a couple of Gurkhas that work with me, and they're just they're the best workers. They are the best workers. They're they're hard workers, and they're really really nice people. Yeah. Very polite. Really nice people, and they will bend over backwards to help you. Um, you know, but they're very proud. They're very proud. Um, yeah. and they're, you know, religious, and you wouldn't want to cross them. <laughs> oh no, they've got that darkness, mate. <laughs> they they've got the darkness. <laughs> yeah, they definitely have that. Yeah, very, very kind people. Yeah, yeah, um, they're, 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 they are still, they still have like that warrior sort of spirit, don't they? Where they're very gracious, very courteous, but I'll rip your face off if you cross me. Mm, exactly, yeah. Which I like. I like that. Yeah, I like that kind of person. Uh-huh. Not like the fucking road men you have in London. Fucking dirty little cunt. What, what do they do? Oh, it's horrible, mate, isn't they? The, like, I sent a video to a, a pal of mine the other day. He, he, he uh, runs a boxing gym in 
Brixton, I believe, in London. And it was a video, right, of this. I think she was a just like a disabled lady, but she's got a, a crowd of school kids around her that are taunting her, mm. and she doesn't really know what to do. So she slaps this fucking lad mm. to get him away. Yeah. yeah. He pulls a fucking knife out and stabs her. It's not surprising. Sev- like several times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's why I don't want to go to London. It's horrible. Yeah. It's not just London. There's areas like around like here that. that aren't great. Yeah, stuff like that shouldn't be happening. I don't fully understand why that happens. No. I don't fully understand. I don't really understand the gang sort of mentality. Like, when I grew up, where I grew up in Harvard is quite a placid sort of place, considering the blokes that live there. Um, Mm. But it's quite a, like, if you got in a fight, you got in a fight. It was no, like, like, even if you hit someone and you've knocked them down, yeah, you don't that's like. It. Yeah, that's it. It's like I've like, beaten you. There to try and kill yeah, them. I'm the winner. Who, who in their right mind stabs a disabled? Yeah. And think, and th- that's not okay, hun. You can't do no. that sort of shit. But the the law, I don't understand. Like, like the like the police don't have that much power. Really. Yes, and and it's one of those as well. With the, especially with the police, I feel sorry for the police, mate. Like, because they get they have the powers of stop and search. They stop and search someone, and they're like, "Well, you're doing this because of my race. You're doing this because mm-hmm. of my religion. You're doing it." Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm doing it because this is an area prone to, keep, yeah, prone, to, prone to knife crime. Yeah. I've seen it before, where there's a video of a lady going, "Why are you searching him for? What's he done? Mm-hmm. Is it because he's black? Is it because he's this?" And he's going, and he goes, he literally goes, "No, it's because he's carrying a knife." And they yeah. pull a knife out, and it's about this big. Yeah, and I bet, machete. I bet she, she starts screaming, You can't do that. Yeah, it's literally, <laughs> it's like this, it's about that big. Yeah, <laughs> pulls that out, this stays in here. I, I don't know, like, surely people want the streets safer. Yeah. And if you've got nothing to hide, um, that was always a big thing for me, mate. The defund the police shit. Because mm. I know you want to put more money into the police so they're better trained. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, uh, it's just that's a massive rabbit hole in itself, my man. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere. They're everywhere. Mm. Fucking hundred mile bike ride tomorrow. You're you're fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a it's a fun it's a fun cycle. To be fair, what's the weather like tomorrow? Uh I haven't checked. Fucking Michael Fish, what's the weather like? If it's nice, uh, to be fair, I like going out on the bike when it's nice. Yeah, wait a second, I'll check that. I should probably. I should probably you probably check. should check that if you might want to change your tires. No, I haven't got. I'm going to change the tires. <laughs> Cloudy. Cloudy. Abby, um, yeah, be fine. I got all day anyway. Got all day. I'm doing it with a mate, so um, I should be pretty chilled out. As long as it's not too windy, the wind is a bit of a nightmare. On yeah, the bike. I, I, I totally agree. I used to cycle to work, and especially in the winter, is horrendous. Like. Mm. it's just the wind it's like normally I'd like do the, the trip and it would take me about half an hour to get to work and um, but this it, it was the fucking wind in me and it yeah it would take like 45 minutes and I thought why does it take me so long oh yeah the wind the wind in my yeah. face <laughs> relentlessly pushing me backwards <laughs> yeah so here's, here's one thing for you then <clears throat> so you've done you did the ultra marathon in the desert 
Mm. You're doing another ultra marathon, which because you're crazy. You climb Mount Everest. Mm. You've been to Afghanistan. Yeah. When's the book? <laughs> when are you doing a book? I've got to do something to, to justify having a book. Um, you have, you just climb Mount Everest. Yeah, well. I thought you automatically got a book deal if you went up Everest. No. I don't, uh, I don't like special forces and climb up Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, okay, Bear Grylls has got a I book. Don't, I, don't, I don't like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a massive fan of the PR and the, the media side of things. So I am, um, yeah. Unless, unless I'm collaborating with like somebody and they, yeah, need to kind of, they need me to go on the radio or to, to kind of push yeah, yeah, I'll get you. something out there, then I, I don't usually, I don't contact newspapers or radio stations or anything like that. So Yeah, you just, you just jump on this podcast, you'll get a bit of hate now. Join, <laughs> join, join my club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like to, to bring it back to the whole, uh, you know, uh, challenges and all of that kind of stuff. Um, that that originated from when I was injured in, in Afghanistan in 2013. Yeah. Um, and basically, like, they had re- rehabilitation at Headley Court, and I had a couple, a couple of those and a load of rehabilitation um, back at Honington. Yeah. And um, and part of that, you know, as well as, as well as the physical rehabilitation, you got the kind of mental side as well. So the... Um, they're like, oh, I've got to set yourself some goals. So you need a like a short-term goal, a medium, and a, and a, like a long-term goal. Yeah, got you. So my my goals were um, to do a triathlon, the the run in the desert, and then Everest. And that was that was my three go- like that was my three goals. And yeah, fair play, mate. But that's that's where it's it. Did Did yeah. you ever want to do the Invictus Games or anything like that, or was that can't be I did think about it, but I don't. I don't really put myself in the bracket of, um, you know, that, that bracket of uh, of um, being in in the Invictus. If you know, uh, what I, mean. I understand what you mean by that. By the yeah, way, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's it's um... like, like like for me. I, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't shot. I wasn't blown up. Um, I was just catapulted out of the top of armored vehicle. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I haven't lost any legs or arms, and I I get on with life. You know, my, my yeah. back's a bit fucked, but I get you on that. I get you on that. And like when I've watched the Invictus Games before, and you see some of the people that competed, mm. and they're like, "Oh, I like I hurt my toe once yeah. in the navy," and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "All right, cool." So cool. <laughs> you're 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 swimming now against a bloke that's only got one arm. It's it's I don't get it. I, I, yeah, it yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those li- It's like one of those lines. Like it's quite difficult sometimes because you know, um, just where where is the line? You know, where yeah. where, where can you tell somebody actually you, know, you were medically discharged, but we can't allow you to do to do yeah. this and to do that. I get I get it. I get. It. I just thought it'd be um, maybe something you looked at, but I totally understand your logic behind not wanting to do it as well. Yeah. That's fair. You could could have ended up like a like Robbo and get an MBE. Oh, he's an absolute animal, legend. Okay. He's living the dream now, isn't he? He's supposed yeah. to be coming back on in in June or July. We'll talk about the Olympics and whatnot. 
Yeah, he's absolutely smashing it. It's it, awesome. It's it, awesome it, to see someone from someone from fifteen. It's one of those weird things that you. It's like a a saying that you want to say, but also you don't want to say. Like it's almost the best thing that's ever happened to him. Mm-hmm. Being yeah. blown up, hundred percent, hundred percent, and that you know I can completely relate to that because <clears throat> we bring it back to when I got um, injured. It's obviously not the same because he got both his legs blown off, but. I was injured on the 13th um, of the first 2013 and 13 is now my lucky number <laughs> because of everything that's happened, because of everything that's happened afterwards. Um, because on, on that day, like, uh, like the, the kind of weeks and months that happened afterwards, I look back on it and I was like, well, if I had died that day, which could have happened because the vehicle just stopped before it hit me or went over me, whatever. Um, would I would I've been happy with everything that I achieved to that point? And the answer was no. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And in the I was other, working the answer, that day. Yeah, yeah. I dealt with um, the Kazivak on the radio, like I did with all of them. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I, you know, Tom, Tomo can't be can't be stressed or depressed. He didn't deal with anything. I did. I dealt with every major incident. Yeah. yeah. You try uh, listening. You try listening on the radio and hearing that your mates were injured. I was a bit out of it, yeah. Oh, yeah that, that's stressful, yeah. It's horrible. You, yeah, but you, you don't. You don't but you're you're okay because you're in the you're in the command center, so don't worry about it. No, no, I, I can complete. I can I it's, understand it's, that. It's one of those people. People just don't understand. But yeah, I'm I'm actually fucking really impressed with how you've dealt with your injury, leaving the military, and how you've progressed now through mm-hmm. doing your doing your goals, getting your ultras in. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. No, I really appreciate that. It's, um, it, it was, it was like, it was tough to begin with. Um, but, uh, I, I just kind of like, I, I said to myself, I was like, well, like I said before, was I, was I happy with everything that I achieved? No. So that I need to do something about it. So I, I aim yeah. to do one, I need, I aim to do one kind of big or medium Thing a year because time flies past you know you get caught up with work and oh definitely and all, and all that kind of stuff so you know if you aim to do one thing I, I do it from birthday to birthday so september to september so i'll, I'll, I'll book something or i'll plan to do something like once a year yeah and then, and then it ticks on and then before you know it um you're doing some pretty punchy things definitely mate definitely it's it's fucking awesome, mate. I'm I'm really impressed with the goal set and I'm really impressed with everything that you've done. I'm similar, like I can't sit still. I always want to do some sort of activity. Like my missus is sort of clocked on now. I'm sort of, I'm organizing another football match, kind of yeah. without her knowing, because last time I got really stressed and annoying everyone. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it as a team this time instead of just on my own. Mm-hmm. So we we've got that sort of in the motion for next year. Nice. nice. There's, other, there's a few other things that I want to do. I want to do a black tie event. Is one thing I want to do. It's not fitness related at all. Just mm-hmm. pissed up with maybe Sounds a few like, a few like a few former guests that have got some stuff that they can donate and shit. But yeah. I like I like to do things for for charities and and great causes like Rock to Recovery that I'm wearing now um, yeah, because yeah, of because charity. of what they. Because of what they do and what they give uh, back, and you know, that's uh, what I like to do. Yeah, rock, rock to recovery is awesome. Um, you know, everything that they do, 
And um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, I, I should probably kind of do a bit of a shout out is um, the Adaptive yeah, Grand Slam. Have you heard of them? No. The Adaptive, the Adaptive Grand Slam. So they, is, is, is a guy called Martin Hewitt, ex-parachute regiment officer, which he created this um, charity and organization. And uh, it's, it's basically why I am where I am now. Oh, fair play. Um, yeah. So this kind of the stepping stones towards Everest uh, with Aconcagua, which is the highest mountain outside the Himalayas and the highest mountain in America. So I, I got involved with that, with uh, Martin and the Adapted Grand Slam and a load of other really cool people. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. awesome. Well, do you know what, Jakey boy? What I'm going to do is I'm going to put a pin in this and we're going to schedule a part two. Part two, wow. Because I know you've got other bits to do, probably with your missus, probably actually spend some time with her. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. You've obviously got training to do. I've actually got to shoot off to my father-in-law's fucking birthday. That My missus like, you coming to the yeah. birthday? We're, we're all having a takeaway. I was like, I don't want a takeaway. I've got a podcast to do. Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> podcast comes first. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, mate, seriously, brilliant story. Fucking love the fact that you've overcome I'll tell you what we'll do. You've you've gone to the motto itself, gone through adversity. You've, per, per audio ad astra. Yeah, 